Star Wars is changing. While they aren't officially changing the sequel trilogy, Dave Filoni is changing what the Force means for the whole galaxy. And what is going on in Star Wars gaming? Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your place for everything Star Wars gaming, the TV shows, and the movies. Let's jump in. Just you reconsider playing that message for him. Ahsoka is here. Ahsoka is changing what we think of as a Star Wars TV show, I think in in a different way than Andor did. Uh, I'd say Andor and Ahsoka are very much on the same coin. They're different mm. sides on the same coin. Mm. While you have a similar approach of quality and different takes on Star Wars, Dave Filoni is very much bringing his past and his history in the Star Wars galaxy into fruition. And Andor took something that was going all the way back to the original Star Wars movies and taking what inspired those movies and bringing it into the modern era. I feel like that's that's where we're at. There are two sides of the same coin. Hmm. But in this journey, in this exploration of this new galaxy, we have a lot of questions and I think Dave Filoni is the per- obviously Dave Filoni is the one with the answers here. So we can't necessarily answer the questions that we have, but we do have some theories and one of them is around quite the interesting creature in Star Wars. There is a theory going around that the source of Balin's journey and the power that he's looking for is housed on Brydia. Mm-hmm. We talked about this when we did our breakdown episode on the YouTube channel, which you should definitely check out. But we, we were talking about what Balin is actually looking for. While Thrawn is really awesome, it's cool to see him in live action. What's really exciting that I feel is what Balin's skull is up to on this new planet in this new galaxy. Yeah, Balin seems to be the only person who actually wants to be on this planet. Yeah. (laughs) Thrawn's like, get me out of here now. I'm ready to go home. Same with Ezra. Ezra's like, yeah, let me go home too, please. And uh, yeah, everyone's ready to go. But then Balin's out here being like, nope, let's go camping. Uh, Can't you feel it? There's something out here. Let's go on a hike. I, I need to know. Like, let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Balin and his Padawan are out here on a little hiking hiking trip. Growth trip. Growth trip, <laughs> yes. And uh, in the search for a certain power, it would seem, mm-hmm. uh, we keep getting teases of like, well, isn't this the power that we want us to be with Thrawn? And so far we've gotten no, actually. Mm-hmm. There's something more. There's that's something a temporary more power. power. Yeah, that's just fleeting. That's just part of that's the cycle. The cycle, yeah. So what's going to break the cycle? And it seems to be housed within this planet. This is the birthplace of the Dathomirians. This is what began the Night Sisters. So there's a lot of witchy vibes here. And there is a lot of uh, force ghosts, uh, not necessarily force ghosts as we know them, but ghosts of the force, traces of the force on this planet and Balin is looking at that and he's picking up on it. Something Mm -hmm. is there that is drawing him there and it is going to be something that drives forward much more than I think we expect. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to, unlike The Mandalorian, where they really like tried to say, yeah, we're not going to have cliffhangers on any of our seasons here. I think we're going to get a huge cliffhanger here and it's going to be this revelation. Oh yeah. What is this revelation that we're talking about? The theory that's going around is deep in legends. You have the father, the son, and the daughter. These beings Celestial. that are, yeah. They're like gods of the force. 
but not into the terms of like everlasting angels gods mm-hmm. more of like Norse gods where they can die yeah where they can be like they can be killed but they are greater in their understanding of the force mm-hmm. and in legends there was this character named Abeloth who was just a normal servant but did drink of the basically special force waters that gave the rest of them their powers and she got corrupted well, she being just a human. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really interesting that she gets corrupted into chaos. Because mm-hmm. I feel like <laughs> that would be, that's so human. It's so yeah. human to become something that's neither. It's like the Pandora's box. Yeah, exactly. It's not, it's not good. It's not true. E- it's not true good. It's not true evil. It's just madness. It's just mm-hmm. spewing wild chaos into the, into the universe sort of thing. And it's really interesting because they, they do contain her the maw it ends up becoming it takes all of them to contain her and i think that's that's very telling that the chaotic human would become the (laughs) the most powerful out of the three Mm -hmm. that it takes everyone to contain her and this is the theory that's going around is maybe not necessarily abeloth but an interpretation of that story of of this being that was trapped on this planet and i feel like unless you are deeply attuned to it there is this sense that you do not belong on that planet Mm. like unless you know what you're looking for this is a place of graveyards Mm. this is a world to be left not one to be thriving on or one to be really growing in Mm -hmm. unless you're someone like Balin also fun side note with Balin Uh, when we watch this next episode, you need to be sure to check out on his belt is a kyber crystal. Oh. And the theory is that that is actually his kyber crystal from when he was oh, a Jedi. Or it sense. could be his master's kyber crystal. Mm, yeah. Just keep an eye out for that. Mm. But this is, this is what I love about Balin so much is he has his master's or his own kyber crystal on his belt part of his attire he has a deep respect for the force he is not a sith but he is a fallen jedi he is a dark side user but he does not let himself fall prey to the whims and fantasies of the sith he himself is a little chaotic Mm -hmm. but in a very structured way yeah (laughs) he knows what he's doing i love when they were promoting ahsoka they said his character was very stoic and while stoic can be perceived as just lacking in emotion if you look at the the stoic philosophy it is a very much around an appreciation and love for people but understanding that everyone's going through their own things and you shouldn't really get into your own feelings because of that because everyone's working through their own challenges and i feel like balan really embodies that mm. especially with like that the whole phrase of respecting ahsoka and not wanting her to be killed because it would be such a loss mm. it's so unique to see a character like this to see a very different take on i don't want to say jedi because it's not jedi but it's it's like a different it's just it's just a different middle of the road of jedi and sith like it's just this I don't know. It's oh yeah. It's maybe a great little... Jedi. <laughs> yeah. Every time I want to kind of, I kind of want to say that, but no. I think that's the thing that's really confusing mm-hmm. of 
of Balin is he is a dark side user, but he's not a dark side user in the ways that we expect them to be. And I feel like that's very antithetical to what George Lucas originally set aside because his whole thing with the Jedi and the Sith, the light side and the dark side, is that the dark side corrupts. Power corrupts absolute, or absolute power corrupts absolutely. Like that was kind of the thing with the force is you either use the light side of the force or you use the dark side of the force. The dark side is a slippery slope that you can so easily fall down. The light side would be more of like the consistent power. And I feel like Balin utilizes the light side more than anything in his approach. You think so? I do. Be- otherwise, we would see him like we would see Anakin or we'd see Palpatine. He isn't use I I don't think that he's using the dark side. I mm-hmm. think Shin would be using the dark side hmm. because she is so less likely to control herself. Mm. But if you look at Balin, like there is never a moment in any of his interactions where he does not have control of the situation. Even in how he utilizes the force to improve his attacks, he does not get angry, but Ahsoka does. Hmm. So he is a light side user in search of power. Yes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It would be kind of a failing, though, if he didn't teach Shin all of this that he knows. Like, why would yeah, he but be Shin's leading? Young. But why did he let her experiment that far? I think it's just the the lack of training in the Jedi way. I don't know. I don't think so. I think or structure. I think as he has such a control over himself. He also has a control over her, and that, mm-hmm. but she's also got a fair amount of control. Obviously, nowhere near as much as he does. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think he, he can't help but have some sort of influence on that. You know, like mm-hmm. oh, definitely. I feel like it's it's like if you're a kid and you you help your your parent with a power tool, you can utilize it. But you don't have the strength necessarily to do it well. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's where you see the lack of control with Shen hmm. versus Balin. Hmm. But that's besides the point. All of this to say that Balin is in search for something that is going to reset the clock. Look for something that is going to break the cycle. Something that is going to strengthen what he thinks the galaxy should be. Because hmm. he's he hasn't said necessarily what he wants to happen all that he has said that he wants to reset the rise and the fall the death and rebirth he wants something that is greater than that and it's going to take a more a much stronger far stronger power than what is found in the star wars galaxy and that's where the theory comes around with abeloth or an abeloth like creature that is trapped and that planet is a prison for that creature Mm -hmm. Or being. It would be pretty Dave Filoni to have some mm-hmm. mystical, oh, yeah. uh, force-sensitive, planet-specific creature that mm-hmm. why, miraculously why helps. Why did the Dathomirians <laughs> leave that planet mm-hmm. to, or in general? Why would you trust this space well? Mm-hmm. To leave the planet that you are on, unless there is good reason for it, unless the dwindling forces and the strength of the Night Sister failed to contain it long enough, or it took too many of them to contain it, and they wanted to have some semblance of like continuation for their race or their species. I feel like that's a natural thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
especially if they... But it doesn't seem like that Star Wars galaxy is very explored. No, not really. Um, it could be like a, a back to Lord of the Rings analogies, but like the dwarves who delve too deep. Maybe yeah. that was the death of Mirians. Maybe they just that is true. Delve too deep in this planet, and, and they disrupted and, it, and that was kind of what started mm-hmm. the death of the planet. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of Lord of the Rings references <laughs> in the Soka show. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, you've played a drinking game, you'd probably be passed out, (laughs) honestly. And I I think that's exciting to see what kinds of things that they're having. Like, do they stumble upon the Balrog? Mm -hmm. I have to, I have to, I... I definitely believe that there there is probably some mystical creature that yeah, is uh-huh. probably a chaos sort of thing that's powerful enough to disturb the natural order of mm-hmm. the galaxy and what it's been doing so far. Yeah. Will mm-hmm. it turn out how Balin wants? Probably not, but yeah. he can try. He can it's try. exciting. <laughs> I'm excited to see where it goes, and episode seven is going to be intense, and it's all going to lead up to the finale which i think is again i think it's going to have a revelation and a cliffhanger that is going to change what we think of as star wars entirely but changing star wars entirely at least that's what they're hoping for Mm -hmm. is a video game we're doing a little video game update corner we've had a lot of news in the past week around video games Specifically around the Star Wars video games, and we're going to kick it off with the one that we may never live to see, uh, but we will continue to get information like it is going to get released next year, which is Star Wars Eclipse. Yep. Star Wars Eclipse was announced in 2021 with an wow. awesome... Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's been two years already. Uh. It was announced with an awesome cinematic trailer that showed the broad depths of the galaxy and variety and it is getting developed by quantum dream they're very well known for their specific style of game which they say they are going to implement aspects of within this game but they're going to push their expertise even further and having it be an open world action adventure game which is it's similar to how they would normally do things but they're bringing in their systems in the idea of not having a game over screen so you play as a character and you will play as that character throughout the entirety of the game switching in between other characters but if you die as one of them you just switch characters oh at least that's what they're they're theorizing now or that's what they one of the svp of communications i think said is there a game like this that you can compare it to already like as far as that goes like i i can't even picture that in my head as to like what that actually feels like or looks like yeah I know there are some. I don't know what the name of it. I I remember hearing something about one years ago Hmm. and and this idea of like you switch perspectives as you die. Interesting. I think Zombie U Hmm. was one of them. Like as basically you would go as far as you could with a character and then if you died, you would switch to a different Mm -hmm. character in a different part of the map. Hmm. It's a fun concept. And I think it's really fascinating to put that into the perspective of Star Wars Galaxy and to have this exploration because they do say whether or not you die as a a character or whatever, you will be able to play through different characters and their experiences within this game. So you will be switching perspectives throughout the game 
which I think is really exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not this game actually ends up getting released, I think um, there was some report that they would be aiming for like a 2027 mm. release. Whoa. Depending on if things go well. Um, <laughs> if it because gets they taken do off have, of Simmer. <laughs> they have a lot of hiring to do. Mm. Which I think is why the SVP of communication says, uh, yeah, they're just letting it simmer a bit. Is Oof. I think the specific term that they used. Yeah. So it's it's really interesting to see that. I th- I'm still, I am still hesitantly hopeful around this game. Mm. Uh, depending on if things go smoothly in the development because there have been a lot of controversies around that studio and there were some crazy accusations that were made around the founder of that studio mm-hmm. allegedly and um yeah we'll see how it goes but we'll see if anyone actually wants to work for them it's it's a it's a wild concept for this like oh i can't i mean to begin with they didn't really give us a clear idea as to what it was going to be about anyway mm-hmm. so i guess they still have a pretty clean slate but open world does that mean like planet travel i assume i doubt it would have planet travel i think it would be more like starfield where you mm-hmm. can travel in between planets through like a fast travel system oh, okay yeah or like per or a character. character yeah. yeah a character would be on this planet and right. if you wanted to go with this other planet you would switch perspectives yeah. and that's something that's really mm-hmm. popular with this next gen that we're in with stuff like ratchet and clank where you had this mechanic that was very quickly switching in between realms through these uh universe breaking portals mm-hmm. utilizing the ssd like the fast ssds uh, and this idea that you can with the power that you now have with modern day consoles you can very easily switch in between uh, characters and environments and you can render those much much more smoothly okay okay so it's being done Mm -hmm. but it's still on we don't quite know the interesting part is having it in a very heavily narrative driven Mm -hmm. game Mm -hmm. Hmm. and then the next thing that we've got a double feature here when it comes to the jedi series of games there have been a number of updates that have gone to fix the performance of the game because the game had quite the performance issues throughout its launch i didn't necessarily run into too many of them there were a couple moments where i had to restart my game and it would crash but it wasn't that bad but on top of all of this we have two big things that are going to change what the next fallen order jedi survivor game series is going to be stig asmussen that was the director of the game he has left respawn to do something else so we'll see how that is going to change the game and then the other thing is that cameron monaghan has confirmed that there will be a star wars jedi 3 (gasps) said this at a panel somewhere and uh, basically confirmed it it's all but officially confirmed and we all knew this because Stig said he sees yeah. the story as a trilogy mm-hmm. from basically the first game he saw it as a trilogy. We'll see how his leave of the studio mm-hmm. affects that. But it does seem like the game's in good hands. Yeah, it seemed like he had a very clear, maybe not story, but like through line. Vision or, and yeah. idea of the character. Yeah. Everyone at that studio loves Cal and they're yeah. so protective of Cal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely think they all know where Cal's going to go. So I actually don't have too many worries about um, the storyline or like the mechanics of the mm-hmm. new game. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're going to mess it up. 
I, yeah. Even with the director leaving. They did such a good job of going from the first game to the second game. From a flow perspective, from a gameplay perspective, like it felt the same, but better. Mm-hmm. Better in so many ways. And I feel like that is such a showcase of how well they've done as a game development company. This idea that they can they can take this character that they created, they can take this story they can jump five years into the future and have it make sense after what the first game left off with this ending that made it feel like you could just pick up from there they gave the characters the ability to get heartbroken to separate and then get back together in a different way and go through and pass this idea that they all had so i think that's great uh in terms of like if we want to put our theorizing hats on on what the next game could be i think they do another time jump at Mm. least two or three years and then that gets us really close to the original trilogy which i think is a really interesting time frame oh interesting they did find the planet Mm -hmm. they have this pathway they have this idea of like going further and and protecting these um force sensitive these people that they're looking to save from the empire Mm -hmm. cal seems to have dealt with his anger his grief in a way that is very interesting i feel Mm -hmm. like that still leaves the door open for some very interesting reveals Mm -hmm. as he gets closer to this idea of a jedi knight or as they say in ahsoka this boken jedi Uh, This idea of a Jedi that was trained uh, in the field almost, Mm -hmm. which I think is an interesting concept, though Mm -hmm. not necessarily applicable really to Cal. Yeah. Because he did have that training as a Padawan. Again, he did have to rediscover a lot of that and create new skill sets Mm -hmm. through his field training. But I feel like... I feel like Cal is uh, in a very interesting place as we get closer to the original trilogy. I've said it before. Um, we start with Cal the Padawan, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's Cal the Jedi Knight, and now it, the last one's got to be Cal the Jedi Master. Um, whether that is him taking on an apprentice, or him and um, Marin's budding relationship, budding, budding relationship. I should hope it's butted a little more since yeah. the time in between and I do think that it will do another time jump yeah um, I think it just makes sense it does it does I mean just for the fact that they're on this planet that's like nothing's happening um, <laughs> I think we need some time for them to have something going on and have another a new purpose um, mm-hmm. or just more uh, direction or more yeah. turmoil allo- in that yeah. it allows <laughs> to be more interesting than having them set up this idea than Let's get to the fruition. Let's get to the end goal of this and let's let's see how things move forward mm-hmm. rather than let's build it because instead of seeing the crew dissolve as they as they tried and failed in these different regards, we got to see the aftermath and we got to see a much more interesting, deeper and more emotional story mm-hmm. going that 5 years after the last game. I think it's going to be they played a lot with the light and dark side mm-hmm. in the past game and I think they're going to continue to play with that aspect. Yeah. Especially having Marin mm-hmm. there who is utilizing the force but in a very dark way without mm-hmm. being a dark side user. Right. So I think they're going to talk a lot more about that. And I, I, I'm curious to see what their success is going to be. Like as far as like Cal trying to save the four sensitive people. Yeah. <laughs> um, what their success rate is going to be, what 
what frustrations are going on there and maybe it's maybe it's the girl maybe the girl is his padawan yeah. maybe that's who we're talking about or maybe it's this like found that family extra time would definitely help mm-hmm. with that maybe it's this found family thing that we're struggling with and um how do you keep that together when all he's seen is brokenness and like mm-hmm. things falling apart and man it could be a lot it's yeah. gonna be a lot it's always a lot uh-huh. <laughs> I hope they do find someone to lead that game with as as much vision and respect for Cal and protectiveness mm-hmm. of Cal as they did with Stig. So, but let us know your thoughts on both the Ahsoka theory as well as your thoughts on the variety of video game news that we got in the Star Wars galaxy in the comments below or contact at uplinkpodcast.com. You can listen to the podcast wherever you find podcasts and check out our YouTube channel for even more deeper dives into Star Wars as well as the video version of the podcast. If you're watching the video version, you can listen to us wherever. If you want to start off on YouTube and pick us up on the go anywhere else, you can. As always, thanks for listening, and may the Force be with you.